Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, here on this Monday NFL Lunch. You're on the phones. We'll get you in a couple of minutes. 410-583-1057 is the number to get in here. Odell Beckham Jr. coming off his best game as a Raven last Thursday against the Cincinnati Bengals. He'll talk about himself there a little bit production-wise, but here's Odell Beckham talking about the offense stepping up in the right direction. Uh, it's just a step in the right direction. You know, we, we, we could sit up here and, you know, the game could have went a complete another way and the questions might be different. So um, try not to put too much into uh, the moments and just be grateful for them and what they are. But I definitely think that um, there's guys in this receiver room who, who can make plays, but... Um, there's never no replacement. It's not even what Mark does on a stat standpoint. It's just who he is as a person for um, this team. So our prayers go to him. Kind of, you know, he, he's saying pump the brakes a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he did say that there's some guys in this receiver room that can make plays. He didn't say the tight end. I, I, I just think that the receiver is going to get more stuff, you know. Especially, I think two guys get more, Flowers and Bateman. I think those two guys are in for more targets. No, though, Odell Beckham Jr. coming off that 100-yard-plus performance against Cincinnati, he was asked, how are you feeling in the offense right now? Uh, early on in the season, I was, I was hurting. I just couldn't be myself. I didn't have the explosion. I couldn't move the way that I wanted to, and I don't think people really knew you know, what I was dealing with, and it just was like, it just was hard for me to come out and you know, speak on it. You know, moving forward, being being the very best that I could be for this team and however I could make plays to help us get wins, um, I got to do that. I think it was his ankle, Bob, you know. But I, I tell you what, uh, because prior to yesterday, I mean, said can't make anybody miss, you know. But hell's bells, or yesterday, Thursday night, he uh, – he was making people miss, making runs, showed burst, exposed. He looked damn good, I thought. I mean, I was really – if I'm Eric and Harvis and them, I'm saying, yep, yep. And even Todd Munkin's probably like, yeah, got my guy back. And, of course, he uh, had the explosive play against Cleveland the week before that. Yeah. So, uh, the backup junior, you feel like that speed's coming back? I don't know. You might have to ask the other team. See. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I feel better personally. Um, it was very hard for me early in the season. Um, the best thing that, you know, DaCosta and Harbs did, we were playing the Bengals last time, and they were like, just, it's a long season, just sit down. And that changed the entire trajectory of, of my season. I had the time to you know, get my legs underneath me, and um, it's, you know, we're just trying to go up from here. 
So, yeah, Bob, because when I saw him at training camp, I thought he looked really good, you know, because he was running by people and stuff. And then during the season, that's when he must have hurt the ankle early on or at the end of training camp or something because then things kind of changed. And now, you know, I hope his shoulder's fine because his lower body looks pretty damn good. Yeah, the last couple of games, he now leads the Ravens in average per reception at 15.6. Yeah, that's – that, and he's and he's probably the slowest of the three. Or the four, you know, so that's that's pretty impressive. Because his yak yards, the last two games, Bob, his yak yards are off the charts. I mean, the one down the left sideline where he spun, did all that, I mean, that was that was pretty impressive. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan NFL Lunch here on this Monday. Here's Odell Beckham talking more about the Andrews injury and its impact on the team. It's just tough. It's the hardest part about this game. Endless hours of work, rehab, you know, the things that people don't see, they only see the final product. You know, for, for a guy like Mark, I know exactly, you know, he's in the training room, he's always getting he's getting his work, he's, you know, in the weight room. Um, so it's just tough. So just as brothers, you know, you got to be there for him. I've been through it. Um, it's not easy. You know, you know, it's hard, Bob. It's like because I was hurt in college, you know, where I tore my knee up, had surgery, you know, and you spend like – I'm tight with, like all the trainers, you become best friends with them because you see them more and you see your teammates and stuff. And you just don't feel like you're part of the team because you're not contributing. You're not getting dressed in the locker room, hanging out, because when they're doing that kind of stuff, you're in the training room getting treatment and stuff. And it's it's really hard mentally um, on the player just because, you know, there's nothing, you know, you go to the games and it's like, you know, you, you know you're not playing or anything like that and you can't do anything to help. It's just really hard mentally. And with the win, 34-20 over Cincinnati, Odell Beckham was asked about the win and what does it say about the team at this stage? It's a big divisional win. Um, I've been in this division. I've been on the other side playing against the Ravens, so I know how, how tough this division is as a whole. Um, but it's just a good step in the right direction for, you know, where, where we want to go. Um, got some time to, to recover and heal and, you know, got a big big game in L.A. And then, you know, you get a bye week. So this season was set up perfectly. Uh, yeah, I think he's looking forward to going to L.A. Plus, you know, the thing about it is, especially if it's, I don't know what the temperature is out there, say it's 75 degrees or whatever, your bones feel a little better, you know, Bob? You feel looser and stuff. So I think the, the schedule sets up for them to go on, you know, get on a run. They got to win this one, beat the, go to buy, then beat the Rams coming back, and then then you're what sitting at ten and th- ten and three, you know. Then you're sitting in pretty good shape right then going down the stretch. And with the win Thursday night, for all intents and purposes, finished off Cincinnati. Yeah, they lost their quarterback, but record wise, one and five in the conference, zero and three in the division. Yeah, but a lot of teams they got to get over. Well, they got what Pittsburgh this week, right? Cincy, and you know that's it's going to be another low-scoring game, Bob. Yeah, they have Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, host the Colts, and then host Minnesota. Then at Pittsburgh, at Kansas City, then Cleveland again. The Jake Browning era has begun. Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of games in Cincinnati. Let's get out to the phones. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Let's go to Ellicott City. It's Kevin. Kevin, thanks for holding. What's happening on this Monday? Good Monday, uh, Vinny and Bob. How y'all doing today? Doing Wonderful. all right, man. Hell yeah. Love the segment. Um, always interested to hear y'all's thoughts going into the new week. 
I uh, I like our squad. I think you know guys like Likely and some of these other guys can you know certainly step in and and do the job the right way. I think if uh, you know, look, if these guys can be good at their craft and just consistently good. You know, those exceptional plays will come, right? Kind of like for OBJ a little bit too, right? A little rocky, yeah. a little frustrating. You know, I think like the, the thing with play. Likely is, is you know, because he's kind of b- become that starting guy now and he catches a couple, the confidence will come. And then we'll we'll start to see more of last year's guy after he, you know, plays a couple, makes some plays. Yeah, because last year you were talking quite a bit about him. You, you yep. had, you know, really good regards. Strong lower him. body. I mean, his yak ability is is really good. But, I mean, like the, the other day when Lamar threw it to him, went right through his hands, and Lamar like, what the hell? You know, I mean, can't throw it any better than that. And, and I just don't know that Lamar has a ton of confidence in him like he does the other receivers. And rightfully so, right, right. Ben? I absolutely. Mean, you know, just because you know, kind of, Andrews is your was his security blanket, certainly. So yeah, man, I'm excited for these new, you know, for these guys to kind of step in, help the team, and yeah. you know, let's uh, let's turn, you know, be good with good, and uh, the great comes with that. You know, if we can like, you know, just nail down being good in all phases, those big plays will come, man. And we'll continue to leave the defense in the dust per OBJ. Look at, look at the last Thanks, couple Kevin. weeks. Look at the big plays they've had. Look at Keaton Mitchell. Boom, big play. You know, Odell, you know, big plays. I mean, so they're coming. They're coming. I think they're getting much more familiar with the offense. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, speaking of great, we'll look at the picks we did over the weekend, college and pro for booze. And then we're going to talk NFL with Jared Durbin from CBSSports.com. Preview tonight's game as Kansas City takes on Philly rematch of last year's Super Bowl and talk about the coaches on the hot seat. Frank Wright can't be one and done in Carroll. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why, Kenny? You can pick your friends. We just become best friends. Yep. You can pick your nose. But there was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football Pick'em. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this Monday. Time for picks. Looking back at this weekend, college football, NFL, still with the game tonight. Kansas City taking on Philadelphia. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato. Nolan McGraw, it's for booze, beer for me and Nolan, wine for Vinny. For people new to the show, 
Nolan McGraw, give him uh, our standings update and why things have been so topsy-turvy this year. What a crazy year it's been, right? Right. Uh, standings, this is following Thursday Night Football, so we all picked the Ravens. Yay. We were a little off on our scores, but it's still a win. This record uh, reflects that. Vinny leading at 133-66. and 66. I was 10 games back, 123-76. and 76. Bob was 19 games back, 114 and 85. Should trade for Lance Lynn, who signed with the Cardinals, it looks like. Went back home again. We'll start college, Maryland, Michigan, Nolan. Uh, we all had Michigan here, although I don't think any of us expected it to be a, a one-score game when it was no. all said and done. And if it wasn't for Maryland giving them points, it's a much closer game. Yeah. Terps only gave up eight points in the second half, and that intentional grounding was bogus with a capital B and every letter in between on that one. Six and five, Maryland now at Rutgers as favorites on Saturday to improve their bowl situation. Right now it's a projected Vegas bowl. Possibly USC minus Caleb Williams. I saw one of the potential matchups there, but we shall see. Utah at Arizona. Uh, Vinny and myself had Arizona here. Bob, you went with Utah. Uh, The Utes finally gave me a solid there, Nolan McGraw. Georgia at Tennessee. I think we all knew this was going to be ugly, didn't we? Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, With Georgia, pretty easy pick there. Tennessee reeling. Coming off the ugly loss the week before. Tennessee scored on the first drive, and then that was pretty much it. Then they got scored on for the rest of the drives. <laughs> yeah. Kansas State at Kansas. little interstate battle there. Uh, we all had Kansas State. That yeah, was back and forth. Yeah, the odds makers saw we, what was the line was a little. Uh, K- Kansas was getting nine and a half. Right, and we, we thought that was a little interesting at the time, but they were right. And then Washington at Oregon State in the cold there in Beaverland. Uh, yeah, I took a chance on Oregon State. No dice. You guys had Washington. Mm-hmm. All right, so I was 5-0 and oh in college. Me too. Percolating, baby. Uh, well, hold on a second. Let me I'm, – I'm off about something here. The uh, Arizona-Utah game, if I'm not mistaken, that was an Arizona win, right? Yes, I had Arizona. Okay. Oh, yeah, Arizona Bob, won? You, yeah. Ah. That's what you confused me. I cannot talk even, Utah into uh, <laughs> it was existence. 42-18. It wasn't even close. Ah, well, <laughs> damn Utah. So four and one. No longer percolating, which I guess leads into the NFL selections for the weekend. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. We've talked about this one for a good uh, hour and a half or so. So how do we do that? Uh, Vinny had the Browns. Bob and myself with the Steelers. Yeah, if you were tired, you had insomnia, hadn't slept for a couple of days, you checked out the first half of that game, you were sleeping like a baby. Chicago at Detroit. Uh, Chicago, Detroit. Who? Oh, we all had the Lions here. That was an easy one. Well, wasn't easy at all. (laughs) They were down by twelve with four minutes. Easy to pick. Yeah, Yeah. easy to pick. Uh, Chargers at the Pack. Vinny had the Packers. Bob and myself with the Chargers. Yeah. And Ravens will see them Sunday. So who knows what you get out of that team. But good win for Green Bay at Lambeau Field. Miami hosting the Raiders. Dolphins pulled it out at kind of another one there where it didn't beat them up the way they uh, probably should have. Yeah, that's great. Did we all have Miami? Yes, yeah. We Again, similar to the Lions, you're, nobody's going to dare pick the Raiders there. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey had that pick in the end zone. What, 20-some seconds left yeah. to seal the deal. How about this one? The G-Men at the Commanders. Just hope they didn't need a shower after the game. Yeah, no hot water for them. Uh, DeVito, 
Oh, he was slinging it around. Still had his faults, but what? Three touchdowns? Yeah. So he had his moment. His dad had a chicken cutlet sandwich for him after the game to celebrate. Yeah, he got sacked nine times. Only the second time this century has a team won where their quarterback was sacked nine or more times. 43-1 and one were the teams with the nine sacks. Uh, old Riverboat Ron might be running out the door here. Dallas at Carolina. Uh, we all had the Cowboys here. Although Dak, not a... Not a superstar in this one. More pedestrian with the stats. Yeah, there was a pick six kind of change thing. That was, that was a hell of a catch. That dude's got four touchdowns this year. Jacksonville. against We all took Dallas. Yes. Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Uh, everyone agreed here. Everyone on the Jaguars again. Well, Trevor Lawrence, four touchdowns responsible for in that one. Houston and Arizona, Nolan. All on the Texans. That was a... That was tight early. Well, Murray, what, third play of the game through like a 40-yard bomb. San Francisco taking on Tampa. Brock Purdy's got his groove back, and we all had the 49. 158.3. Perfect quarterback rating. They asked him after the game about it. He goes, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I mean, I don't understand what the quarterback rating is. But you would figure perfect would be like 12 for 12 or 22 for 22 with five times. Yeah, whatever. But, yes, he is back to Nolan's point. We all took San Francisco. Jets at Buffalo. Only a nincompoop would have took the Jets. Wow. They needed this one in a bad way, the Bills, that is, and they got a little puffy pants action. So we'll see what that does for them moving forward. But we we all all had had the Bills, bills. yes. Uh, Ty Johnson, by the way, tip of the cap, former turf friend of the show with a touchdown for Buffalo in that one. Seattle at the Rams. Only an imbecile would have taken Seattle. My lone victory lap. I went with the Rams. You guys had the Seahawks. Uh, Duh. Missed field goal at the end. And then Minnesota-Denver. This one had a little uh, drama to it, didn't it? Yeah, Bob, you were rolling with Dobbs there. Uh, No luck last night. Vinny and myself with Denver. But it took an incredible catch. Oh, incredible drive. To win that game for the Broncos, who are now 5-5. Five and five. Minnesota, Minnesota is still 6-5. and five. But Madison and Dobbs, they keep putting the ball on the ground. No. I'm not Vince Lombardi, but that's bad. Bad. All right, tonight, Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point favorites over Philly. Super Bowl rematch. You can hear the game on this here radio station. I'm going Chiefs. I just think that... Andy Reid after a bye is pretty special. I think Kelsey will have a big game. And I think one of these, somebody's going to step up and that offense is going to, you know, come back to life this year. I could have went either way on this one. So it seems pretty obvious what I have to do here. I got to oppose Vinny. I'll go with the Eagles. I'll go with the Chefs. I agree. It's going to be a tight competitive game hard fought national tv probably a monster viewing audience there on espn i think it's on like all of espn's platforms so if you don't have cable you can actually watch it on abc bob let me ask you this if eagles lose is detroit the number one seed then i don't know what the tiebreaker they haven't played right no 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 see detroit lost to baltimore and seattle i don't know what the tiebreaker scenarios would be in regards to who the number one team would be at this particular time. But Philadelphia is going to lose, and I'm going 27-23, Nolan. How's that sound? I'm going to go even more in-depth. We need a thriller. 
We we need this to live up to the hype. The Thriller in Manila. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Jared Dubin's going to be joining us. CBSSports.com. Could Frank Wright be out after one season in Carolina? What about Ron Rivera in D.C.? And I'm guessing Matt Canada. He's probably out in Pittsburgh unless they do something zany like make the playoffs or something. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The best Orioles coverage. The best Ravens coverage. The best Terps coverage. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Monday. John Harbaugh meeting with the media in about an hour. First time we've heard from him since the win against Cincinnati. Then Ravens back at practice tomorrow. Getting ready for the Chargers. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato here to talk some NFL. Week 11 wraps up tonight with a big matchup, Kansas City and Philly. Here to talk about that and more on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's with CBSSports.com. Let's welcome back to the show, Jared Dubin. Jared, what is going on, man? I'm doing all right. How about you guys? Doing all right. We'll start with tonight's game. It's Kansas City. It's Philadelphia. It's a Super Bowl rematch. It's an epic confrontation. We can get into all the hyperbole we want to get into. But how do you see this thing last game before Thanksgiving? Is Kansas City relying more on their defense this year than ever before? Oh, definitely. I mean, it helps that their defense is better than it's been at any time during the Patrick Mahomes era by pretty much every metric you want to look at. It's been a top 10 to top five defense, you know, especially against the past. They've been unbelievable. The investments that they've made into that secondary over the last bunch of years are really paying off. They have one of the best cornerback duos in the league. Their safeties are really good. And then they get just enough pressure to to give those time to get, to give those guys to make those guys not have to cover for all too long on the back end, it's it's working really well together. All right, Jared, uh, coaches on the hot seat, and we don't want to see anyone lose their jobs. But you know what do they say? Coaches are hired to get fired eventually. In Carolina, in particular, Frank Reich, former Terp, or the flagship home University of Maryland, looks like he's already on the hot seat. Is that a real narrative going on there with Frank Reich and the Panthers and a disappointing season, I guess, depending on what their expectations even were? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been disappointing enough that it has to be a consideration when you get to the end of the season. The idea was that even if they did give up, you know, DJ Moore in that trade to go up and get Bryce Young, that the infrastructure there between the offensive line and the play calling and all the, you know, really good assistant coaches that they hired would be good enough that you could get like a real evaluation on the quarterback. And I don't think that's been the case. Like the offensive line has not been good all year. I don't think that the play calling has put 
anybody in position to succeed. And the biggest problem to me is that the weapons they went out and signed and brought in for Bryce have just been, other than Adam Thielen, like kind of a disaster. And it's it's really hard to evaluate your quarterback when you have an infrastructure like that. What kind of guy is Tepper? Do you know? I don't know him personally. I do know his children because when I was younger, I went to sleepaway camp with them. But I have not seen them in about 20 years. So I'm not entirely sure. What do you think of, you know, like a lot of these playoff teams that are kind of on the fringe, they've got quarterback issues. Who do you think can make a run? You know, that's five and five, four and six, you know, kind of like what uh, Denver has been doing. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Denver's defense over these last bunch of weeks, especially like against the run, they've still been bad. But against the pass, they've been really, really good since about week five or so. And that's the more important thing to be good at defending. So that, that defense is sort of keeping them in games right now. And that obviously has vaulted them back into the playoff race. I mean, Buffalo is only six and five. They're technically outside the playoff picture right now. But they have like the third or fourth best point differential in the league. They haven't lost a game by more than six they don't have a million turnovers they win pretty much it's just a matter of can they stop giving the ball to the other team now with uh the chargers with what staley's comments after the game to me i i i thought maybe he'd get fired today yeah i mean i i I know that the chargers tend to not like to do that kind of thing in season and don't even like to make that many changes period to their their coaching staff and and uh, front office. So I don't know that I necessarily expected to see it today, but I mean, the writing is on the wall at this point. Like they hired Brandon Staley as a defensive coach. They've poured so much resources into that defense between draft picks and free agents and trades and the defense is worse than ever this year. So, you know, it's, it's kind of up to the offense to prop that team up. And with so many injuries on that side of the ball, it's tough for them to do that. What do you think of uh, Dallas? Are they legit team? Yeah, I mean, Dallas is a very good team that cannot beat the 49ers because both of their coordinators and play callers are owned by the uh, play caller on the other side of the ball. But I think that when you see them play other teams, like they were right in that game with Philly in Philly, where, like, if Jake Schoonmaker, or sorry, Luke Schoonmaker goes down one inch further, it's a touchdown. Or if Dak doesn't step on the out-of-bounds line on a two-point conversion, like, the bounces that went against them in that game that led to the Eagles winning by less than uh, a touchdown, I I think they can play with Philly. I do think that when they get in the game with San Francisco, it's just not a good matchup for them on either side of the ball. But... When you have a quarterback that's playing as well as Dak is, who over the last like five weeks has been the best quarterback in the league, and then the defense, the way that they can play and the ceiling they can reach, there's no question they're a good team. It's just they happen to be in the same division as maybe the best team, and then the second best team is a team that absolutely owns them. So it's tough to get through your conference that way. Now, what do you think of the Ravens? Because if Kansas City loses tonight, the Ravens are the number one seed. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens, in their three losses, they've had like at least an 85% chance to win when you look at the win probability models yeah. in all of them. There's like a decent chance that they could be 11-0. and 0. And oh, Lamar yeah. is playing. They beat themselves. Yeah, absolutely. 
And it's weird because they should be a team that's able to run out the clock on other teams, given the way they can run the ball. But that hasn't really been the case in the games that they've lost. They sort of struggled to close out those games. But the defense, Mike McDonald's going to be one of the hot coaching candidates this offseason, without a doubt, and deservedly so. Since about the middle of last season, the defense has been incredible. And then Lamar is just playing at a really, really high level throughout this entire season, despite the fact that the touchdowns haven't really been there because they just run the ball when they get in close every time. Like, it's a team that is really, really good on both sides of the ball. And when you have that, you can beat anybody. Jared Dubin, CBSSports.com, joining us here at Vidian Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. Jared, last thing, we're going to talk with coaches on the hot seat with Frank Reich. I guess Ron Rivera is not long for D.C., but how in the hell do you sack the opposing quarterback nine times, nine times Ferris Bueller, and still wind up losing the game? Uh, that's that Washington franchise, you know? <laughs> they, they can accomplish things that nobody else no can accomplish. Uh, it makes no sense. They, yeah, I would imagine we'll see some changes there in the offseason, not just because of the way this game went, but, you know, it's been sort of trending in that direction, I think, for a while now. And I would imagine that Josh Harris wants to make the organization his own going into the future. Oh, at least we don't have to talk about how exciting Pittsburgh's offense has been this year, Jared. How's that sound? (laughs) We'll spare you that one. Jared, appreciate the time. Jared Jared. Dubin, CBSSports.com. You and the family have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll catch up with you here in December. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, guys. There's Have a good Jared one. Dubin, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. We'll come back, take a trip through the funhouse, and then Inside Access takes over at 2 o'clock. Coming up tonight, Monday Night Football, Kansas City and Philadelphia. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Zach Britton retired. Former Oriole All Star closer told Brittany Giroli in an exclusive. Brittany with The Athletic, of course, covered the Orioles for many years. MLB.com was our colleague on uh, Baltimore Baseball Tonight, way back when. Glenn Eunice and I were running that thing. So, uh, Zach Britton who came up as a premier pitching prospect as a starting pitcher. He and Brian Mattis were going to be the anchors of the Orioles rotation. Jake Arrieta didn't really work out that way. Arrieta got traded, became a Cy Young Award winner in Chicago. And then Britain transformed to the bullpen and had one of the great closer years in the history of the game back in 2016. Brian Mattis had some success as a relief pitcher as well. But Zach Britton... He retires, so congratulations to him on a career well done. Made himself some dough. Yep. Got some recognition. So, Zach Britton, thumbs up to you, my friend. Joe Flacco going to sign, did sign officially with the Browns to their practice squad. What does this mean for him potentially getting snaps moving forward? That's the question. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Unless DTR fail I think they like his scrambling ability and all that stuff Bob I mean to me he's going to be the starter and then if something else happens then maybe Joe goes in 
But they said his workout was really impressive. I mean, he's still got the arm. Oh, yeah. Got a gun. And he'd be smart, you know, back there and stuff. He'd have experience. Now, you've got football on Friday, NFL football, Black Friday game between the Dolphins and the Jets. And Q, hold all to your seat. Starting quarterback for this game, Tim Boyle. You're going to have to be Boyle loyal because uh, Zach Wilson got benched and Zach Wilson, it's just not working out there for whatever reason. They've uh, obviously miscalculated with this young man in regards to his potential because he's been given chances to succeed, just just can't get a ton. They can't generate any offense with him as the guy. Yeah, I mean, he looks terrible, Bob. He's looked terrible ever since he's been in the NFL. And, you know, what some people were telling me was the Jets guys fell in love at his workout. Remember, Bob, he was doing all – throwing here, mm-hmm. do, throwing sidearm, doing all that stuff, you know, and I guess they didn't study the film enough. But they got, they got uh, teased into it, and they took him and – I think he was an extremely immature kid when he first came in, and then maybe he's a little bit mature now, but I just don't think he can read coverage and stuff very well. It's VD Haiti, 105.7 The Fan Inside Access coming up next, followed by Monday Night Football, Kansas City at Philly. But quick draw, you ready to get out of here? Let's do it. Let's do it. Fun. Quick draws, fun the rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. So the whole hip drop tackle incident yep. uh, was a topic of discussion on Friday. Of course, Mark Andrews went down season-ending injury when he was tackled that way. Uh, Texter here points out uh, that sort of tackle uh, claimed another victim over the weekend. Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis now done, yep. his college career done, uh, because of that. Yeah, he even said it himself, Jordan Travis, and it was a horrible play. Yep. Unfortunate. But how does this affect them, Florida State, when it comes to the playoff rankings, which come out tomorrow? Because the NCAA is going to take this into account. Remember a few years ago, college hoops, Kenyon Martin broke his leg for Cincinnati. And because he missed the tournament, they went from the number one overall seed, dropped to a two seed. I, I would think that they'll be out of the top four. Probably. Yeah. It's unfortunate. They're going to get who? Louisville in the championship game in the ACC. Mm-hmm. How about the job that old Brahms done there with the card? Oh, yeah. I mean, Bob, the, to go down to Miami and win that one and stuff, 38-31, that was a hell of a deal. Uh, this one here, talking about Cleveland, uh, Texter says, Cleveland will not be a legitimate threat as long as DTR is the quarterback. Uh, they played another horrible offense yesterday. If they get behind in any game, that quarterback will kill any chances they have with turnovers. I tend to agree. I mean, they could have had a couple. Um, I just think it's going to be tough because that defense has got to be on on so for four quarters for them to have a chance. You know, and I just I don't like it against the uh, like if they were to play the Ravens again. I just don't like it for them if that had to happen for Cleveland. So uh, Browns will play the Broncos this coming Sunday. 
interesting matchup. Broncos kind of hot right now. Yep. Be a test for that uh, Browns defense. I mean, we know they're legit, but to your I'm point, thinking, Vinny, you know, I'm thinking Norm taking the Broncos. Really, uh, they're hot. How could you? How could, how you, could not? you not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Chris checking in here says the Orioles hanging on to Arias and Mateo makes me think that they could be looking to shop some of their prospect depth in order to acquire maybe a pitcher. I think that's a fair assumption. You can't keep them all. You're going to have to dangle while the while the price tag is high for the prospects. You know, if you can flip for a top-of-the-rotation-ish kind of guy, I think closer is a much bigger need at this particular point in time. And I agree with Jacob Calvin Meyer. I wouldn't trade Anthony Santander at all. No. You know what you're getting out of the guy. So we'll see. But, yes, closer is a problem for the Orioles because I'm guessing D.L. Hall – Wants to be back in that rotation mix himself. But, boy, we talked about D.L. Hall in April like he was an afterthought, and he was one of their best pitchers in September into October. And one last one here. Texter wants to know, what's been the issue as of late? Ravens defense giving up uh, some run yardage up the middle. They're usually very stout against that. And also passes across the middle seems to be soft coverage last couple games. Well, I thought the last game that was much better. You know, the first game, I think the miscommunication, I think, was terrible on uh, the the passes over the middle. The run stuff, I think a lot of it has to do with the defensive linemen not taking two, not getting two, getting their shoulders turned. I think it's about fundamentals because when they can protect those linebackers, they can run and stuff things up. When those linebackers are getting those big guys on them, I think it's really difficult. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. That's going to do it for us here on this Monday. Tomorrow's Turn It Up Tuesday. Cracking it up to 12. We got the Dirty Dozen, Feeble 5. We got film because tomorrow's basically our Thursday because after Wednesday, we're off for the uh, holiday weekend. Ravens taking on the Chargers, so that preview starts in earnest tomorrow as well. We'll talk about Maryland taking on UMBC. Look ahead to their weekend as well against South Alabama. Maryland football at Rutgers trying to pick up their seventh win of the season. So a lot to cram into the final two days of the week. For Dolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Inside Access coming up next, followed by Monday Night Football. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow. For now, class dismissed. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.